friends, Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, your podcast for IT business support, whether you're a managed service provider or just a regular IT service provider, this show is for you. If you're here watching live, thank you very much for participating. This is the last show of 2022. So we are going to do a few things a little bit differently and hopefully have a good time. This show, of course, is the IT Business Podcast, and it is presented by NetAlly, your ally for all network stuff that has to do with diagnosing, designing, and troubleshooting any wired or wireless network. And uh, I appreciate what they have done for me in this past year. Just to give you a little bit of an idea of what's going to be happening tonight, I already see that we have somebody waiting in the green room to join us. We'll get them on in just a second. Uh, we're going to do some typical year-end review stuff. We'll talk about the good stuff, the bad stuff, and we're going to get to those two new awards that I've created this year for best podcast episode and best guest. That is going to be great. And I have two Amazon gift cards to give away to anybody that filled out the holiday survey and made a vote for those two categories. So we will be doing that as well. Uh, don't know if we get to Florida man today, but I can tell you this, you're going to love them. We have a slew of crazy Florida man stories if we get to them, but that's all going to depend on who makes it tonight. I already know that some of the people that I had asked to join that usually you would see, they're not going to be here. Mike Smith is kind of recovering from COVID and uh, has to do the recovery as well as uh, catch up on some of his business work, so he is not able to join us. Don Sizer also is already entertaining for her holiday season, so she is not able to join us. Everyone else, I'm going to keep a tight lip because I don't want to jinx because uh, we'd like to get a lot of people here. Now, I did not invite as many people as I normally do to the year-end show because it seems as though we get crowded and people get left in the wings. And last year, we actually left somebody out, and I had to apologize and mea culpa and do a whole bunch of stuff to make up for it. So I promised people that I would not do that this year. So with that in mind, because I know the person came early, I want to make sure we get them on the show because if they have to leave, I don't want them yelling at me for uh, having them bug out before I got to them. So waiting right now, somebody who did receive votes for best guest Tom Bull from Two River Computer. Tom, how are you? What's up, Uncle Marv? How oh, are you? Merry look Christmas. At, look at you in that festive spirit. Just came from the company Christmas party, so oh. hopefully I don't say anything too stupid. Ah, that's why we didn't get that video. You didn't have time to do it. Should have sent a whole bunch of pics over. Yeah, I could have done that, but that would have been incriminating. I don't want to do that. <laughs> So this is the time of year where a lot of parties, I actually sent uh, over a pizza to one of my clients uh, for their lunch today. So a lot of things like that happening, some other Christmas parties happening tonight through uh, Friday, I believe, which Friday seems odd to do a company event, but one of them is doing it. Um, how's your company? Uh, well, I assume you're doing well. 
still around to talk about it, Marv, and that's a that's a plus. That's a plus these days. But yeah, no, we're doing good. It's a you know, it used to be that this time of year uh, was not so busy, and then it became busy, and we really couldn't control it. Uh, and since we do a lot of residential, one of the fun things about this time of year is <clears throat> people would contact us, or I would convince them to contact us early. Like if Junior was getting a MacBook or, you know, getting a new Xbox or even a printer or something like that, is we would come over early, unbox it, get it all set up, add it to the Wi-Fi and everything, and then let them wrap it up so that when the when the kids open it Christmas morning, it's ready to go instead of the phone ringing off the hook on December 26th and then us disappointing them, telling them we can't get there for mm. days. So we used to do a lot of that. But as you know, in business, there's a lot of movement that um, between uh, Christmas and New Year's, a lot of businesses relocating and taking that opportunity, that downtime, kind of relocate. Uh, we're not seeing too much of that haven't in the last two years, and I assume that's pandemic-related, uh, uh, that people are downsizing, more people working from home. So if they're moving, they're going to a smaller place instead of a bigger place. But our our um, seasonal or cyclical stuff hasn't really changed. It pretty stays pretty steady all year. All right. So funny you should mention uh, clients moving. So it's going to be hard to remember how many times I've told this, but I have a client that started a new building right before COVID. And they are just now completing that. In fact, last night is when I finally went over to do the internet ISP installation. So they now have internet in their new building. They are slated to start January twentieth. What so, was the big? What was the holdup for them? Construction materials. So it's like a combination of a whole bunch of stuff. And without getting too far into the weeds, my customer is a not-for-profit inside the Port Everglades in Fort Lauderdale. And literally, when COVID came, they shut down everything. So they didn't let vendors in. They didn't do any new construction. And one of the things we had to do construct a new building. So that literally got put on hold, I think 18 months. And it was an interesting building because it's not a full building. It's actually actually one of those fabricated buildings. So it was already constructed off site. They just needed to bring it on. But then we ran into other issues because in demoing the old building, they tore up all of the fiber and internet service that was there. Ooh, so, to redo all that. so when AT&T came out, they're like, um, our stuff's missing. You need to put it back. <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible because trying to un- unscrew that. Is- yeah. So there was a whole back and forth. That took probably four months because we had to get like a special handhold, which goes into the street so that they could have a path from the street onto the, onto the uh, site. And then we had to have our, you know, um, general manager worked with them to, we had to create the route from the street into the building. And, you know, my guys are, couldn't do that. So it was just a lot of back and forth. And it's it's crazy because you like it. Thank right thing to say, but thank God they're a nonprofit. If they were for profit, this, this could have killed them. Yeah. Right? I mean, 18 months you can't function. I mean, you know, the assumption is they have a place that they're working out of currently and, Maybe it's, you know, too small or, you know, it's got a, a bunch of you know, efficiencies, but at least you can function. But geez, 18 months, that's a long time. Well, this is the client, and I don't 
I don't know. You've probably not heard this story. I think I've only told it once. This is a client. I'm now hosting their server and workstations here at my office because one of the things that happened to them was right before COVID, before they had any issues, they knew that they were leaving. So they were not going to renew their internet and phone bills with Windstream. So they went from paying like 900 bucks to 1900 bucks. And they, and they thought it was just going to be for a few months. 18 months later, COVID hits and they're not moving into the new building. And then the next year rolls around and they wanted to roll their bill up to four grand. And they're like, well, we can't afford that. <laughs> so no they were all, yeah. so, so help me understand you're co-locating, you have their server and workstations up and running and they remote in. Yep. They remote in. Yeah. They were already remoting in during COVID to their office. But rather than them paying four grand to do that, I said, you're working remotely. Just bring it to my office. I'll charge you a not-for-profit <laughs> rate. Um, oh basically, just to cover you know, a little extra electricity yeah, and stuff like that. It's not much. So I I'm curious to know, what are they using? What software are they using for the remote? Well, see, they're still on a small business server. Oh, wow. And so they're using the remote web workplace to connect in and get to their workstations. Now, I have a Synology NAS that we're going to be migrating them to. We've got six new computers we're going to be giving them. And actually between Christmas and New Year's, I'm going to be doing all of that so that when we move into the new building, they'll be using the new stuff. And their remote access, we're actually looking at, are they going to do the SonicWall VPN or are they going to do TrueGrid? What about the one that's just built into Synology? That's pretty good. So I haven't looked at that yet. That's supposedly really good. So there's a, I'm terrible. You know, I'm terrible. Technical details here, but there's, there's some, it's got the capability, but you have to use like some kind of freeware VPN thing. Right. Um, I don't know what it's called, but the, the Synology does it pretty well. And and, uh, Jason was the one that told us about it. And certainly for like a local and you need a map drive kind of thing. uh, It was really spectacular for coming in and, RDPing in and, and doing a whole desktop, but certainly for VPN stuff for Map, it's it's supposedly really great. I mean, we have we probably have about twenty customers on it. They never call us. Okay, so you've already set this up. Yeah, I All just right. don't know how. You <laughs> so get me in touch with the person that knows how because yes, Jason, because I've I've looked <laughs> at it. Jason's the I, one that told us how to do it. So. Okay, because I know they have the Synology VPN. They also have Open VPN as an app. That's it. That's it. Open VPN. Okay. Through Synology. It's free. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's a thought. Um, so thank you. And funny you should mention Synology because I actually just, not just got off the phone, but um, on Tuesday, Tuesday or Monday, the days are rolling together. So one of the things that I was going to do in thanking people for supporting the podcast this past year is, you know, people have always well, not always, but people have been asking me more and more, you know, what do you get out of doing with the podcast or what's, what's your end goal? Where do you see this in, you know, three years, five years? And the short answer is I don't know where it's going, but I know that I have turned the corner in wondering whether I'm going to continue to do it or not, because I, I was at that point a while back. And have you turned a good corner or a bad corner? Oh, I'm going to be here as long as the wife will let me do it. I, I think, yeah, but... <laughs> 
Okay, I want you to answer your question because – go ahead and finish your story. Well, so one of the things that I wanted to tell people is, you know, thank you for, you know, listening and supporting and referring because one of the things that hit me again this week, and it was Monday morning, that I got a email from somebody who said they recently started listening and they were asking a Synology question with running a VM on a Synology NAS and they were – in a group and said that, yes, you've been doing this. Um, and so just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Well, turns out this person was part of a Slack group and he had asked the question inside the Slack group. Somebody else in the Slack group said, yeah, I listened to the show called the it business podcast and oh, wow. he's been talking about doing this more and more. Why don't you give him a call? So needless to say, I got in touch with the person and I, you know, found out all this. So I have no idea I've never met the other person in Slack that referred him. And of course I had never heard this person, but this is one of the reasons why we do this because, you know, I'm sure you just like me years ago, we're in a position where, you know, where do we go for help or just to talk to other people that are like us trying to do this? Because if you talk to the people local to you, they think, they think you're the competition and they don't want to talk to you. You know, I, two things I want to say is one is I think you do this because you really love it. And and I think you're really good at it. I think you you smile like I never see you smile when you're doing the podcast because otherwise you're a grumpy bastard. So yeah, that's that's, that's doing, the real me. This is for show. You're, <laughs> you're so happy. So I, I think you really like it. But I, I agree with you because, you know, there, I, I'm. I'm heard saying a lot of times when I'm at like the, the tech con that we're all in this together and, you know, we're finding our way and some people find things easier and they're able to relay it and, and share it with other people and other people just hold it so close and they don't want to share because they think it's a competitive thing or whatever. But um, I mean, geez, in this group alone, between the two Jasons and Kyle and, and Diana, God, there's just so much, um, uh, sharing of information and and winning and and this guy Chris from Texas IT you know Chris right? uh, oh yeah Chris is great I mean he's been training our guys for the last couple of months and they're just so willing to share um, which is unusual in this community and, yep. and I think the the way that you present um, the information it kind of fosters it and that's a great thing it's a great outcome yep I appreciate that and we just got a comment in the chat from actually one of our more recent and newest guests on Yakan saying totally awesome at it. She's talking yeah. about you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're looking at the chat, let me actually pull this up because this was a question to you when you were talking about your stuff and our, our other buddy, Chris uh, says, Tom, yep. I know you do audio visual uh, audio video. Also, have you seen a more drastic demand for that? as compared to IT in the last few years? I, I'll say that mm, I've, I like the fact that I don't focus just on IT because you can be in a position where one's up and the other one's down and one kind of carries the other one. So, you know, you know I'm, I kind of have three silos. I'm a yeah. repair shop and I'm an MSP and then I do this whole AV thing. And the AV stuff, besides being fun, uh, there's a lot of money to be made at it. There's not a lot of experts out there. But to answer Chris's question, um, 
there's been a demand, but the, the problem is now what's happening is the gap is closing dramatically and, and super quickly on the value of the TV versus the value of the install. So they're not going to spend $600 to install a $400 TV, but they will spend $600 to install a $2,000 TV. Right. So if they're buying shitty TVs, <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to like what we're peddling. So to answer Chris's question, I'm going to say yes, because there's more technology stuff and there's more ancillary things, the smart home stuff, the, the uh, surround sound and the Sonos uh, sound stuff incorporated with the TV. So there's enough of it where it probably represents about 25% of my revenue. All right. So adding to your point, we're having that issue in just regular IT as well. People are, you know, in terms of smaller businesses are looking at it as, you know, I can buy a PC for $399. I don't want to spend $300 for you to come out and set, set it up. And my first thought, if you're a business, you shouldn't be spending $399 on a computer. Sure. But the problem is, is they call up the big stores and talk to other people and they're like, oh, you don't need that much. And it's, it's a battle. Um, yeah, I think it comes to what's, what I've noticed more than ever is it comes down to salesmanship. I think is that to your point, you know, when, when you talk to a client that is price sensitive and, and I'll come right out and tell them, I'm like, listen, if you've looked us up on Google and if you've seen any negative comments about us, it's that we're expensive. And the reason we're expensive is because we do everything best in class. We only want to deliver the best solution. And quite frankly, I don't want you to call me after it's installed. All I want to do is cash your check. If I'm doing my job, then I'm just cashing your check and you're never calling me unless you're expanding or contracting or something like that. And I feel like when you when you level with a client on, you know, listen, you're you're an attorney, you're an architect, you're an engineer your work product comes from this thing that sits on your desk. Why would you buy that from Costco? I mean, that's just insane. And, and you probably already know this, but you can't go into a Staples or a Best Buy and buy a computer that's uh, windows 10 or 11 professional. No, it's all home. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't get one. You can get it online, but you can't walk into a store and get it. And that, that usually is enough to deter people. And then the frustration with them is, well, I went and bought this and it's going to cost me how much to make it business ready. And that's why I'm like, if you talk to me first, <laughs> we could have saved you a little bit of hassle. My, my favorite analogy is $200 a year. For every $200 you spend on your computer, it's going to last you a year. You spend $1,000, you're going to get a five-year computer. At the end of those five years, there's an upgrade that's possible. Like, most of them are shipping with SSDs now, right? But years ago, they go with a spinner, four gigs of RAM. So at the five-year mark, we can put more RAM in it and put another SSD, put an SSD in it for $400. And if you get two more years out of it, you've still lived that $200 a year thing. Yeah. So, and, and, and once people wrap their head around that, I think they come to understand that it's less than a dollar a day to get a high-quality computer. And this is what you do to make your living. Don't, don't be an idiot. Right. All right. All right. Let's do a quick break here because I want to, I, I did do the annual holiday uh, listener greeting video. Um, didn't get a lot of response this year. Uh, part of it was because I kind of dropped the ball. I had to go to Georgia and, and then we had some other stuff happen, but I just want to play this. Man. I just want to okay. play this real quick and uh, acknowledge some of our listener responses. 
Cheers out there to everybody listening or watching Uncle Marv's IT Business Podcast. I hate to have to miss the Christmas show, but we will be picking up our oldest son at the airport about that time. So I wanted to take just a minute to say, I hope that you've had a very prosperous 2022 for your IT business. And just to say also, thank you to Uncle Marv for the content that he puts out for all of us, and helping us run our IT businesses. And uh, finally, just Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all of you. Happy holidays to Uncle Marvin from Stan at Fluid Designs. Thank you for allowing me to be part of the show this year. I've been eternally grateful for that and all the work that you do for the industry. Keep it up. Can't wait for the new year to see what it brings. Hey, Uncle Marv and everybody out there in the IT business podcast community. Wishing you all a happy holidays and Merry Christmas, if I'm allowed to say it. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy birthday whatever you feel like relating to. Uh, thank you all uh, for helping us and helping each other. This is a great community. And uh, thank God for Uncle Marv leading the charge. Uh, always happy to get uh, good information from you folks out there. So I hope you have a great holiday and get some downtime. Enjoy your families. Uh, That's awesome. And I do need to acknowledge there were a couple of other entries that did not make it in time for me to to re-edit because I actually did well, did this late last production, night. Big production value there, Mark. <laughs> I love the music in the background. Those those clutch. Yeah, that's half the battle is finding the music. Oh, that's not. God. Yeah, they, that's not licensed. Yeah, that's uh, royalty free, and uh, you actually. So that's another thing that I I try to let people know that you know when I started asking for people to you know give back by supporting the podcast. Well, one of the reasons is that doing podcasts, you know, a lot of people think it's free because it's just your time, you know, but, you know, we got to pay for, you know, services to host the podcast and stream the podcast. If you want to do it good, you got to buy, you know, a microphone and stuff and you have to pay for royalty free music. And so uh, I did do that this past year. And uh, so let me ask you a question, because one thing that I found doing, I was doing something on YouTube um, and I couldn't publish something because I use, you know, music you're not supposed to. And it knows. Right. But if you just Google or on YouTube uh, cover of that song uh, and you download that, uh, it'll make it through there. Not always. Not always. Oh, no, because it depends on. So th- what I found is it used to allow it because we would yeah. do the karaoke version of stuff. Yeah, right. And about 50% of the karaoke stuff works. But then every so often YouTube will say, hey, this is, you know, such and such. And what happens is it's from some company not in the U.S. that has tagged it. And there are these companies now that all they do is scour social media looking for music. That even if it vaguely sounds like it, they'll flag you. Now you can contest it, which I used to do, and I would send them my license and I would say, here's the song, here's where I That's got right. it from. And the problem yeah. is it's just a lot of work to do that. I'm like, you yeah, know what? Yeah. I'm I'm tired of doing that. And uh so we had a couple of people looking here. Santa Bull. Ah. 
<laughs> our good friend, John Dubinsky, fellow Florida man. Joe Kanosevich, see you in the chat there. Thank you for joining. And uh, so good there. Um, let's see. What did I want to do here? Uh, we are waiting for a couple of other people to hop on. You but want to do a poll? I have a poll question. You have a poll question? I do. Okay, well, I don't so, think I have the YouTube thing to throw up a poll, but what's the question? Oh, well, so I found out that my oldest, uh, who got married in September, uh, got pregnant in October. <laughs> she, so works, she works fast. We're going to be, yeah, man, we're going to be we're gonna be grandparents, so I'm trying to figure out what my, my grandparent name should be, my granddad's name should be. So it's between Pappy, Granddad, or Papa Bull. So we're trying to figure that out. <laughs> Papa Bull. Papa I've, Bull. I've heard that before, probably from the show Bull. Have you seen that? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Um, Papa Bull. Sounds a little like Papa Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Said the bald blue guy. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Well, it's about that time. And I see we have somebody else that has entered the green room. But I am going to break open my adult beverage. You've already had yeah. one. No, or... this is ginger ale. Swear to God. Okay. Well, I, I am foregoing my usual Sam Adams, and I am in the midst of yingling, which is Very between close. my – well, it's between my summer ale and my winter ale. So this is what we do in between. So nice. there is my adult nice. beverage. If I – you can see how much I open it because I can't. Um, there we go. And while I'm doing that, let's welcome to the chat one of our good friends from the community. You mentioned TechCon, which is uh, the premier conference for emerging MSPs, I believe is the, the right phrase oh, I there. Love that. I, and, I love that uh, tagline. That's great. Yep. Yeah. And here he is, Paco LeBron from Prodigy Techs. Oh, and looky who else is with him. Rick Smith. Oh, both of them here. Cool kids hang out. <laughs> oh. Hey, Tom. Hey, guys. What's how up, are man? you? I got one of those too. There you go. <laughs> All right. Me and how pa- goes it? Me and Paco are the ogres. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. No complaints. Uh, by the way, uh, Tom, you have a vote here for Papa Bull. Papa Bull. <laughs> Might stick. Might stick. Might stick. So, guys, how are we? Have we got TechCon 2023 all planned? We're getting there. We, we, we got a venue. We have a venue. We got a, we, we got a signed contract. We got a venue. So we got a location. Uh-huh. Wait, where uh-huh. are you? Where's it going to be? I don't Tell us a little bit more, Rick Smith. <laughs> uh, can we announce that now? Well, it's in Jersey. I know that. Well, yeah, we, we've said that it's in Jersey. You know what? Why the hell not? It's, you know, it's breaking the, news. We're in, the holiday, we're in the holiday spirit, right? And we can give a little exclusive to Uncle Marv's listeners here. Why don't you go ahead and tell them where we're going to be? It's going to be in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's at the Delta by Marriott Hotel, in, which is in Woodbridge, Tom. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's super no. easy to get to, but super easy to get to. Seriously. Yeah. Whether you come in, you know, whether you take a train or a plane or you drive, Woodbridge is really cool. That is the location. The dates are September 8th to the 10th. 
We have a couple of changes we will uh, we will announce um, <laughs> coming up in the next couple of days. But uh, it's it's just some some good feedback we've some feedback we've gotten from participants and from the um, content committee on just some things to make it better. So we are going to try to implement those changes. So uh, to hope for a much better show. When you say much better show, now I've already gotten my invite back. So. Does that part involve me getting better? Hey, man, you, you can't do any better. You're the man, Mark. <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way without you, though. So, no, uh, I mean, it's just, just a couple of um, – Paco, fix it up. Go, uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, through feedback, we have received, you know, that everybody wants to have a lot more time not only to be able to spend with others and have those hallway conversations, interact with the vendors, but also have enough time to actually get back home and be able to unwind before they go ahead and start their day. So what we've done is we've actually changed the format of the show. So obviously it used to be whatever. Uh, you sidelined out on my end right when you were saying that. That we work internet's not happening. Nice. <laughs> What's funny is my VPN is acting up, and I disconnected it right now, and I thought that would be it. But Well, Tom suggests Synology VPN but, or OpenVPN. Yeah. So. OpenVPN. Okay. And so uh, so what, where, what did you hear last? That I, you said you changed, you changed the, the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we're, because we're changing the format because we have heard from the feedback of everyone on trying to be able to, one, enjoy the show, but also get back home to unwind. So the format of the show – Previously used to be Friday night, we would enjoy each other's company, get together, and then we would have full day Saturday, semi-full Sunday, and then everyone's kind of, you know, has to get on their own. But, you know, sometimes you would miss out on sessions, you know, at the end of the day because of flights. So what we've done is that now the format is going to be a full day Friday on the 8th, full day Saturday the 9th, and it'll be a half day around noon is when we end the 10th to allow everyone to be able to get to their flights enjoy a lot of additional content that we're going to be switching up for that half day and then uh, just kind of enjoy everyone's knowledge and everything that we have to throw as we kind of move forward. So that's what we have so far. Um, We are kind of playing with a reception Thursday night, Uh, more to come on that, but that's the big change that is coming for TechCon Unplugged. Can I, can I say something? It's just like you, you, all you did was this, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you went Thursday, Friday, well, so, because people like done. you, Tom, would leave, you know, right. Sunday and miss out on sessions. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so it's, it's the first that. day, the first, the first one I went to, the first on convention, mm-hmm. I got up Sunday. I went over to the thing. I had breakfast. I think I was out of there. Because <laughs> I thought, I didn't know what was going on. I missed so much stuff. I had, to, I had like a four-hour drive home, but I wanted to get home. But so this happens with my, uh, my annual guys trip where it used to start Friday and then we, we Friday morning and then Wednesday night, and then we just keep moving it back, you know, sure. and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, but it's probably, if you think about it, um, it could be cheaper in the hotels and it might even be cheaper on the flights. If you bang in on Thursday, instead of coming. In. I don't know. I got to find out. Do, are there the direct flights? There should be Rick. Is there, there What's direct, that? I'm sorry? direct flights to Newark? Yeah, there should be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Newark's an international airport. Yeah, man. 
right. international. It's mean, not yeah. like Grand Rapids International. Yeah, right. <laughs> Doesn't just go to Toronto. I mean, we've got a right. hub and everything. So, all right. Um, but one thing too is that you know the plan is to have a full day, uh, a full some great session learning labs on that Sunday as well until noon. So there'll definitely be additional content. It won't be treated kind of like that pre-day reception like we had that Friday. So that's the hope. We're still ironing everything out, but for sure we will be switching Friday to a full day um, and Saturday as well. So that's nice. probably the two big announcements we have so far. Um, more announcements to come here in January um, where people can get tickets, more details, who are the sponsors that have signed on, some return. Um, and kind of go from there. All right. Sounds good. Sounds, uh, as long as I can get a direct flight and I don't have to leave at 5 a.m., that will work for me. Now, are there suites at this hotel? You, 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 you. <laughs> that was one of the requirements I told that him. Was to sure. <laughs> when I was walking through the house, I said, uh, all right, can you tell me about the suites? The, she said, how many do you need? I said, well, I know of one person who's definitely going to want one. <laughs> but yeah. We got we got it for you. All um, right. We'll talk to you about it. We do have our Uncle Marv rate for you in the suites. Sweet. <laughs> All right. And let me do this real quick. Lady Di has made it to the show. Merry Christmas uh, to one of the newest members of the community who is now one of the most active members of the community. And Tom, as we were talking earlier, you know, people that are hopping in and contributing and giving back. She has certainly done that. Um, she's also benefited from the most lopsided and most annoying uh, vendor-aided contest winning at ASCII Cup. Oh. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, as a, as a plug for her, uh, we have subcontracted her some Microsoft 365 migrations, some like what we thought were particularly uh, challenging. And when I when I saw that she had she had posted about six months ago, she had passed her superstar admin status, uh, at Microsoft. I was like, oh, maybe I better snuggle up to her a little more than I do normally. And now we're on a regular training rotation with her. She trains our guys. Uh, we have training sessions twice a month with our team. So on SharePoint and OneDrive and. Outlook troubleshooting and stuff. So she's been really beneficial to us. I've got her some gigs and and she's helping train our team. So and she's, she, a, she's yeah, getting more really gigs. Good. So yeah. get her now because she is getting busy. Getting busy, uh, yeah. She may have to hire some herself. folks and you know, you may have to get the you know, the hired help at some point. As long as they train her, as long as she trains them. What do you got there, Rick? Oh, hang on a second. Let me uh Is that like is that is that root beer? Right. Looks like root beer. Let me hold it up again. Man, you got to get a better camera. You're, you're on mute. And you're muted. Terrible. You're muted. Unmute it's yourself. It's like the MSP Unplugged Here. podcast, I tell you. Can't you, touch, can't you touch your face or touch the can and make it come into focus? There we go. There it is. You're on Mad mute. Elf. Mad Elf. Mad Elf. Mad Elf. All right. My holiday tradition. Hmm. Okay. Sweet. Drinking it at the Smith's Tavern. Nice. All right. <laughs> so now that we've uh, done that real quick, let me do our first presentation. And I'm announcing the first winner this way because 
one of the invitations that I put out was to all the people that were at the top three in terms of votes for each category. And as I mentioned earlier, several people started responding by saying, oh, I can't attend with this and that. And then this person reached out and said that they were flying out early. And because I tallied the votes early, I knew that this person had won. So what I'm going to do is let me get the video queued and ready, and you'll hear how I announced it straight from the horse's mouth. Hey, Brad, how are you doing today? Marvin, good. How are you doing? I am good. So thank you for this quick video. I know that I had asked you to come and be a part of the last podcast of the year, 2022. Yes, sir. I was trying to have everybody that got nominated for one of the awards to come on and just, you know, treat it like, you know, the Grammys or the Oscars. And <laughs> I'd like to thank my parents, uh, HBO. <laughs> right, I get it. Yeah. Um, but you said, you know, you're going to have to be traveling early. So I thought, well, let me get on here and at least uh, say hello. And yeah, thanks. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding the bomb cyclone that apparently is about to hit the East Coast tomorrow. So I have to fly out tonight. Oh, so are you flying up to um, where is it? I am flying up to Boston tonight. Normally, I was going to fly out tomorrow, but there's this. They literally call it a bomb cyclone, and everybody is panicked about it. So I figured, all right, I'm not going to battle the airlines and the airports. I'll just fly out tonight. So that's what I'm doing. Instead of being stuck here in South Florida, you're going to be stuck there. Once Correct. You, you Nobody said I was smart. I'm just simply saying what I'm doing. I'm not I'm not saying it's the smartest thing, but yeah. uh, yes, I'm going to where it's cold. Is it uh, family up there for the holidays? Yes, going up there for the holidays, going to spend about a week up there. Should be nice. Look, I like the snow. I'm from the Northeast originally. So, uh, you know, I just don't feel like sitting in the airport delays and so on with with apparently what they say is coming tomorrow and Friday. So, well, I'm headed north, too, but I'm only headed north a couple of hours. So I'll be in Melbourne, Florida, where it will be cold. It's going to get down to the Northeast. Right. But right. Sure Which in Melbourne is like the equivalent of negative 10. You know, they, they whip out the hats and the scarves and the mittens and they right. It's crazy. Well, I'm still I, taking a jacket. I mean, <laughs> of course, of course. All right. Well, so, Brad, I did want to obviously thank you for coming on the show again. You're one of the most consistent guests. When I ask you to come on, you come on, you you bring great content, of course, knowledge. Um, you've been my attorney. Uh, helping me navigate uh, this MSP world. So I just wanted to say thank you for all of that. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you having me. This is one of the best venues to, to participate in. It's always, it's always timely. It's always relevant. It's always varied. So I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. All right. So I was going to wait because the voting was going to be done this afternoon. And I would announce that tonight on the podcast. But mm-hmm. even though I have you early, I went ahead and tallied everything up at lunchtime. And I have the results. Uh-oh. And I'm happy to announce <laughs> that you, my friend. Yes. Even though your name is not on it, you are part of the podcast episode of the year. Wow. Look at episode, that. Episode 411. Very cool. Very cool. Job. I get a mug. I get a mug, my own mug. You get I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you yeah. so much. It was funny because when I first saw it, I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't have a guest on that. I thought it was me just rambling, but no, you popped in. Uh, uh-huh. 
why I, you know, thank you so much. You just popped in quickly. I said, hey, do you got a moment? You said, sure. And I was rambling until you showed up, but uh, there it is. Very cool. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And like I said, it is my pleasure to be on your podcast. It is, it's truly one of the great, it is, it's one of the truly great, interesting, informative, relevant podcasts in the industry that's out there. Brown nosing. You know, anytime you need me, I'm here. And um, thank you for who the voters, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to uh, drinking out of my mug real soon. All right. This will be here waiting for you if you make it back from the site. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Thank Brad. So, so I know you got to go. I know you're packing. So have a great trip. And we'll Thank definitely you. see you more in 2023. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. You got it. And there's his mug. How did you get that mug so fast? I make them myself. Well, I don't make the mugs, but <laughs> I <laughs> but I have a machine where I can do the it's called sublimation. So yeah, I can awesome. Yeah, so I can do that myself. I get a machine here and I just whip them out. So between And the, you would have thought that for all those mugs you sent out already that they'd be a little more personalized. A little more personalized? Well, your name. So you're a patron, right? Yes. So give yourself a couple of weeks and you'll see. <laughs> I, don't know about, I don't know about that. But me and Rick have been I'm thinking that. he just made that up. Yeah. No, I didn't make that up. Yeah, I don't have no etching machine. <laughs> <laughs> I got the mugs. I got the shirts. I'm, I'm trying to make it work, man. Love it. One so, top hot press. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. So your first uh, winner of the podcast contest, Bradley Gross. And I will say this. People might think, well, you know, he's he's in your backyard. He's your attorney. That's not it, folks. This was legit. Uh, it was close voting. I'll be honest. And uh, congratulations to him for doing that. Um all right, so before we do the next announcement, let me go back. So earlier, before you and um, Rick came on, Paco, I was telling uh, Tom some of the thank yous that I wanted to give for this year. And quite interesting, I was, at the beginning of the year, I was actually nervous because, you know, you guys started TechCon after leaving Podnuts. And I did the same thing this year where I decided to, make a break and uh, do this on my own, rename it. And mm-hmm. right when I started, I mean, literally after the first episode, mom got sick. I mean, sick to the point where she was in the hospital for a couple of weeks and we weren't sure what was happening. So I immediately had to put the show on hold and was worried because I, first of all, didn't know how many people followed me over from Podnuts. Because it wasn't like I just kept the same feed. I literally had to start over with the podcast. So, you know, I didn't have a super secret Facebook group to, uh, you know, have listeners follow me like you guys did. But it was a little a little unnerving there in the beginning. But, you know, we got back into it um, at the end of February. Things started to pick up. And I, I do want to say thank you. Not only I mean, I do need to say thank you to Door. Uh, door-to-door geek because you know he and i had discussions about leaving and he you know there was no hard feelings uh he didn't make me feel bad or anything like that 
Um, I also need to say thank you, of course, to Matt Rainey, who, you know, this was his show to begin with, and he passed the baton to me, and I'm just holding it until the next person comes along. Uh, I also need to say thank you to you, Paco, because, you know, we've had a couple of interesting years over at uh, Podnuts, and, you know, people people seem to always want to pit us against each other. And, you know, granted, podcasting by itself can be competitive. You know, we all want to get numbers and listeners and followers and stuff like that. But you have really been good in the sense that we've not used this as a competition. Uh, We have been able to refer guests back and forth. You've, you know, invited me to your you know, conference again. Uh, and I appreciate that. So I, I just needed to say thank you. Um, what we talked about, Tom, this whole thing of community, this is a community and we can all do what we do. We're all MSPs together. We're all doing IT support. Uh, we're all doing podcasts. So there's room for all of us here. So thank you guys for, uh, for allowing us to stay friends during all of this. Yeah, no, I mean, you have a great point because I think, there's a couple of reasons for that, right? I think that, you know, like you said, there's this perception, right? That we were, a lot of us were all pitted against each other when everyone kind of branched off on their own and you know, someone said something and misunderstood whatever. And, you know, uh, previous business uh, partners, you know, previous business hosts, business, different networks, you know, everyone wants the piece of the pie. And, you know, it, it wasn't an understanding that everyone had a different style of doing something. Um, and that's kind of, you know, again, uh, like you said, thanks to, to door to door geek over at Podnuts giving us the platform where we can have our voices elevated and helping those that are emerging. But I think really the biggest piece for us and my mission on really trying to make sure that everyone knows community is, is really first is, you know, I think a lot of industry vendors are starting to understand the value of community and they're starting to monetize on that as in a, that's the next thing that they're trying to package up and have acquired, right? I've seen a couple acquisitions happen. I've seen other investments happening into communities. I've seen some build it up from the ground up, but that's kind of, you kind of see that that's kind of the goal on some of those. And, you know, for me, I don't think commodity is a product to sell, right? I think community is really what we have been based off of and that's what helped us grow in foundation right it's a labor of love um you know are we going to get to where some of the other guys are monetizing their communities at probably not um but you know i think it's a matter of if the, if the heart is in the right place and there is like we do with our msps and we're building an, an it solution providing businesses computer repair businesses um building a network where we're trying to collaborate and establish with each other the same thing should happen in communities where if I can lend you a hand or if I can get a vendor over to you to kind of sponsor and help you with your efforts, you know, or a guest that I think that would be really cool for you to interview because you have your own style of asking questions to these vendors, you know, I'm going to go ahead and send them or even a great person that feels like they should be really exposed um, and things of that nature. I think it's a real big opportunity for everyone to really just band together the right ways. Um, and just really being able to understand that, you know, all of us have all come together for so many years um, that things just, you know, for miscommunication shouldn't tarnish a lot more because, you know, there's a lot of others that are are looking at this in the wrong way um, or a different style, I should say, that I don't agree with. And I think it's a, a good opportunity for us to grow together. Yep. All right. Appreciate that. 
And with that, let's move on to the next winner of the podcast awards for this year. And I think that you might like this, Paco. And the reason I say that is we are all sharing vendors in the industry. And while this person is part of a vendor that I've actually not worked with, uh, they were a guest on the show for the very first time this past year. And here's all the voting results. And I may have to do something where I I can't prove it. But, you know, I was afraid there might be some ballot stuffing. <laughs> I would um, not be surprised. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know that it did happen, but uh, the votes were close enough that I can't say that it was because it wasn't a huge landslide uh, victory. But the best podcast guest for 2022 is somebody that you are familiar with. And if I hold this up, Emily Glass from Synchro is uh, the best guest. And Emily, for those that do not know, uh, is the CEO of Synchro, an MSP product uh, doing RMM, PSA, uh, an all-in-one tool. And she was on two episodes this year, 437 and 439. And we actually are already in works to do um, a podcast and a panel which is separate from the mainstream podcast that we do. Uh, It is going to be a diversity podcast and panel. Uh, So she is going to be involved with me in that. uh, That is going to be happening uh, in February. So congratulations to Emily Glass. Uh, Emily, unfortunately, could not be here. She's sick. And uh, we tried to find uh, somebody to come on and uh, accept on her behalf, but uh, could not do that. Uh, Ian, I believe, was uh, just too busy for us. (laughs) IT business podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Eight o'clock at the East Coast? No, come on. Uh, So, (laughs) but that is your winner for this year. Uh, Best guest, Emily Glass. And I want to thank Emily for coming on the show because, to be honest, it's interesting. I can't remember exactly how it happened. I don't know if it was through a third party, but they reached out to me and podcasts and, you know. I wanted to be considerate and not step on your feet, but uh, I I actually liked having her on the show and uh, hope we can all do stuff together in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, she's great. Um, When she joined over there, you can kind of tell the transition that the company is going for the good. Um, And yeah, like like you said, it's funny because um, we had a third party reach out to us for Emily to come on. So I actually sent her a message directly. I said, if you wanted to come on the show, you could have just said, come on the show, you know? And so, um, yeah, but no, I, I love working with the guys over there. As I've mentioned, great over there, They're really building a great community, their product. Um, and yeah, I can just speak more um, on the positivity. Me and Rick use the system um, and we kind of go back and forth and try and trade, you know, tips and details of what we do in that system. And, you know, it's just great people over there, including, as you mentioned, Emily, being able to communicate that. I may be uh, taking a dip in that pool. I got an, another email yet again today from my person over at Enable that they're leaving, and I'm getting now a third rep in two years. Yeah. And mine got mine got five percented too. Five percented, really? Oh. I mean, well, the five percent cut that happened about two three weeks ago. Mm. 
So again, it's, I mean, the product works for me, I, I, but we'll see. I mean, you know, we're moving, we're moving to synchro uh, January and it's a big move for us. Yeah. It's a big move for us. Do you Uh, use my link to do your demo? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad for Paco because I I bought it because of you, Mark. Oh, I could be. I bought it because if if you've ever spoken to Hannah, she's very persuasive. Yeah, she's yeah, she's the account exec. But I saw Andy at at TechCon, and we talked in the airport. Actually, we ran to each other in the airport. It's like you know, I'm I'm you know, I'm on Sentinel One, and I'm on uh, Enable and and Repair Shopper, and um, yeah, so we're we're taking the big dip. It's a big number for for me. It's a big. Well, I can say this uh, from all of the responses that I got on the poll. And one of the things that I really appreciated is that I asked questions, you know, you know, of course, the typical questions. What do you like? What do you don't like? Uh, what can we do to make it better? I actually got some pretty good responses and, you know, people, you know, making comments from, you know, really uh, liking the content that focuses on MSP, day-to-day business, legal tools, et cetera. Uh, one of the things about uh, can we make better, you know, doing a deep dive into a particular product or technology that can save money or time or improve service. Uh, I know, Tom, you actually got a comment. Somebody who voted for you for best guess uh, liked uh, the stuff that you had done at the last uh, tech cons with, you know, helping people understand, you know, business and money. You know, everybody's on that, uh, you know, 40 percent margin. That uh, you talked about. Say that margin conversation is really <laughs> one of those that just. Like, why did what margin markup? Yeah, that's yep. great. Yeah, I love talking about that. Uh, and of course, I got the comments about you know looking for a better host. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, wow. I get that. I did get comments about the sound quality of guest, which uh, it's hard to hard to do. Um, you guys probably know. Yeah, can't always tell them to have a good mic and headset. Um, you know, but some stuff will be coming up, um, uh, stories, rants from our lives as tech that we can relate to, uh, guests with success stories from their business. And somebody had put a thing in here about, uh, yeah, getting somebody not in the tech field, maybe somebody who can help us deal with stress, like a life coach or business coach. And I can tell you this, I have actually spoken with somebody. I'm trying to look for that. Um, and, and again, I've, I've actually done a few reach outs and some of the guests are, are non-traditional uh, channel guests. Uh, Anya Khan, who is in the chat with us, not a traditional MSP person, um, even though she's in marketing, um, digital design and websites, you know, not in the tech field. Uh, I found some other people, um, the gentleman that, I don't know if you guys caught the episode, uh, Akarsh Vinod, the guy who made the little, uh, they're not Bluetooth audio devices, but they're the uh, multi-room, multi-device speakers that run off of Apple AirPlay. I actually got mine last week, so I'm going to have him back on. I'm going to do a demo of them and tell him my thoughts. Um, he's somebody – oh, I can't say who he worked for. Darn it. Um, <laughs> he works for a big boy company. <laughs> And this was something he did on his spare time to create this product. And 
very ingenious to find good quality speakers that don't distort when they get loud and truly do sync to multiple devices. So I'm uh, going to have that on. So there's some stuff in the works. And I know that Paco and Rick, you guys are you guys are double dipping each week with your podcast. So Tech Talk Tuesdays and Resource Thursdays, um, good stuff in the channel. Yes, uh, we just recorded our last one yesterday for Tech Talk Tuesday. And tomorrow we're closing out Resource Thursday with a familiar, returning, and a favorite of all. Corey Fruitman over at Instant House Call. Corey. Hey. Haven't seen Corey in a while. Yep. So it'll be good to talk to him again tomorrow morning and what he's got going on. I know a lot of people have been asking about All right. So we are at nine. Um, you guys are welcome to stay, but I do want to make sure that I do the uh, last thing that I'm sure people are waiting for, and that is to see who gets their Amazon gift cards. I have two of them. At $50, so, I mean, not a ton of money, but not cheap. Uh, So everybody that uh, filled out the survey and did a vote um, is on this wheel here. So there were actually a bunch more, so we ended up with 22 entries. I actually had to disqualify some people, and um, Actually, I could not disqualify Jason Miller, so he still has an entry here. Well, well, let's just have an agreement beforehand. If it comes up, we'll just spin it again. I mean, I could. It's usually usually Rachel, though. It's usually Rachel. It's it's Miller, Miller. Their kids are winning stuff now. That's true, too. Uh, So let me go ahead and spin this wheel. And uh, the first winner of the $50 Amazon gift card and the reason I've not mentioned who gave the gift card is that they wanted to remain anonymous. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> another Jason, Jason thank God. <laughs> it's, it is another Jason, but number one is Jason Percival. So, Jason, if you are watching or listening, I will have that sent to you. I have your email. Uh, thank you very much for participating. And uh, just removed his. Oh, looky here. Before I spin this wheel, let me go ahead and bring on this person who just snuck into the green room. Yeah, what's <laughs> happening? Hey, Jason. Jason. Yeah, I showed up at the Miller. right time or something here. So. <laughs> if you win right now, you are banned from the show. <laughs> banned from the show. Uh, disconnect. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Jason, how are you, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. That couldn't be any better timing, I just want to say. Uh, did you run home from church? I did, yeah. You didn't yeah, speed, so. did you? What's that? You didn't speed, did you? Oh, never. No, no more than 15, 20 over. <laughs> I mean, anytime. Oh, yeah. No more 15, 20 over? <laughs> uh, I got a left foot. What do you say? All right. So let's go ahead and put this back up and spin the wheel, and then we'll chat more with you. So let's just get this out of the way. So spin. Love this. Willofnames.com. This is clever. Yes, and it's free. Anisa Husson. Anisa Husson. And to be honest, I don't know that name. I feel like I do. Why would I know that name? I don't What's know. This person do? Here's my guess. Probably related to Synchro. No. Goodness, that's terrible. <laughs> you would think you would know. I, I do not, you know. I, I just, I just told you earlier. There are listeners that yeah, I yeah from Synchro. I from Synchro. I don't know. 
the person that reached out to me, um, I've had people that have listened for years and I finally see them at a conference saying, oh yeah, I listen to you all the time. And I'm like, okay, great. Nice. So, all right. So there are our two Amazon gift card winners and thank you to the anonymous donor that made those possible. And, uh, we will look to do this again in 2023 because I will be back. Jason, how you doing? Ah, can't complain. Been busy, busy. So was it three cruises this year? Two. Two cruises. <laughs> a Dis- Actually, no, it was one cruise and a trip to, uh, uh LA. So. Is that the Disney trip? Yes. Okay. Disney and was that a LA's. Freedom Voice trip? No, couldn't have been. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Only one four of those. Come on. But, uh, yeah, it's popping up on my Facebook feed. Four years ago, we were at SeaWorld. Uh, hey, is, uh, is, is anybody talking to, you know, I, I told you I ran into Paul. I did. No, I thought I told you that. He's selling a thing called Deep Sentinel. Yes. Oh, yeah. So Deep oh. Sentinel is like uh, ring cameras with a sock. Oh, yeah. yeah, you told me. Mm. yeah. So I got to chat with him a couple of weeks ago. It's an interesting product. And it's MSP friendly. It's a lot of margin, a lot of, you know, um, a lot of recurring revenue. It's pretty good. Isn't that the thing that his, is it his brother or brother-in-law started? I don't know. He didn't tell me that. I'll have to go back. I, it was something like that. Very clever. Because he was actually looking at, I don't know, can we say, Jason, that he was looking at a particular vendor that we both know and use? Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> They're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Because because um, he went to that Pulsar 360 company, right? Which oh, I, yeah. I signed up for and did not like. Um, for a hot minute. But didn't they get acquired? Like shortly after that? Oh, I, I thought they did. I could be wrong. I don't want to spread rumors, but I thought they did. <laughs> I don't know. They were still billing me, and I was telling him I don't want it. And they're like, "Well, you signed a contract," and they finally let me out of it. Um, but I didn't know they got purchased. They were still. They're still Pulsar 360. I don't. I mean, not, not that I'm looking for news on them, but uh, when Paul went there and I signed up and then he quit. Hey. <laughs> yeah, SureWeb bought him. SureWeb, of course. Yeah. Oh, really? In, in April of 2019. Okay. SureWeb just bought somebody else. Who? Uh, oh, yep. no, they didn't no. buy. They did that uh, malware bites. Yeah, they teamed up with malware bots. At first, I was like, oh, no, they bought them. But then they, they really didn't. So. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, so they're trying to be the new, uh, a new PAX eight. Exactly. What I was thinking. So, yeah. Oh, sure. Web was sure. Web before sure. Web was before PAX. Eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were, but they were just, you know, a three sixty five uh, hosted exchange company. But now here's what I think oh. is happening. You know, Zix bought app river and then open text bought Zix and mm-hmm. open text has a portfolio of products uh, they also own Carbonite, Mosey, some other stuff. So I think now all these companies are just trying to be a one-stop shop and, you know, be able to provide multiple products. So SureWeb's probably like, we got to keep up with that river. So yeah. Yeah, I used to sell, sell SureWeb a long time ago, but then I ended up moving to Pax8 just because it with everything and yeah. margins are much better on Pax8. So. Who was getting ready to ask a question? Oh, that was me. I was like, who was the big SureWeb uh, user? Mike Smith. Us? Yeah, he's like hosted Exchange. 
No, he's not doing. Is he still doing hosted exchange? On the show, he talks about deploying host exchange to clients. I assume that's still recent. He's talked about in the not so recent past. He's also talked about, um, you know, some clients going to Office 365 now. So, I mean, I don't know what he actually, you know, if I had a new client today, if what he actually deploys. Um, yeah, but he also talks about Windows for Workgroups, doesn't he? No, he doesn't do that. <laughs> just kidding, Mike. Look at <laughs> <laughs> Rick. Rick's laughing. Rick was there for that. Oh, why don't you just throw in Johnny Castaway screensaver while you're at it? <laughs> Windows 3.11, man. Ah. Oh, my goodness. Yep. So, so I have one customer that is still on hosted exchange. Hmm. And the reason they're still on it is because they tied it to their Time Matters line of business product mm-hmm. and there are over 200 mailboxes. Wow. So when I quoted them on the migration <laughs> change <laughs> to 365, they were like, yeah, we'll stay a little longer. I was just thinking that's going to be a fun migration there. Yeah. Uh, is, is that, that worries me. Hosted exchange, you know, rack space just got ransomware yep. on the yeah. hosted exchange and somebody hasn't been applying patches. I don't think anybody but, uh, is because app river, uh, that's where they're doing their hosted exchange at, and they've actually had a couple of issues as well, just not as bad as Rackspace. But they've had, you know, outages that lasted a couple of hours, and of course, you know, attorneys, you know, five minutes is, you know, they've lost, you know, a thousand dollars according to them. Hear that? <laughs> oh, looky here, we got a comment in the chat. Um, Nathan Pensacola MSP here and love App River. The support is always awesome for me. Though they are now hitting me up with their other services, well, that's because they're not just App River anymore. That's why. Right. Um, uh, so Zits, which oh, that reminds me, uh, Rick, have you been hit up by? You're not partners with App River or Zits, are you? No, I'm not. Okay, App River, no. Okay, I'm Texas. Why, why you sound so offended? <laughs> <laughs> Never. No, I did the same. I, I did the share word to uh, share web, excuse me, to tax eight right. All right, I'm going to try to find this email because one of the things that they hit me up with when they were here is there is this black partner growth initiative from Microsoft where they want to uh, let's see enroll in our initiative designed to support. Black tech companies and entrepreneurs. The benefits, uh, let's see, guidance, go-to-market benefits, self-attest as a diverse-owned business. And she was telling me that they have a ton of MDF money that they want to, you know, give us uh, to help promote our business. So, <laughs> Go get it. There might be some fashion advice in there, too. <laughs> I would go get some. You know I don't take that. <laughs> you know, with all these uh, MDF funds, I mean, you know, marketing on the podcast, surely there's some money for that, right? Yeah. I, I podcast large. I mean, just saying. I, I asked them. It's under. They're taking it under advisement. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, comment in the chat, just like Kaseya. Yeah, no, so I'm sorry. Nothing is just like Kaseya. <laughs> it's terrible. I was telling Jason this uh, years ago. I do work for the CEO. Kaseya. I do work at his home. Oh, wow. So he's been like showing up on things and 
like when they bought Datto and, and there was like some <clears throat> town hall kind of thing. Didn't didn't go over really well. Um, he's a very intense guy, but you know I, I get the privilege of saying I get to I get to work for him, but I don't buy anything from him. <laughs> and when he found out at the time I was on Solar Winds, he was not real happy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see the th- the thing is is I didn't used to have Kaseya products, but now I have two. So they, they acquired IT glue, and now they co- acquired a Connect Booster. So uh, yep. gobbling them up. If you wait long yeah. enough, they'll uh, grab up another yeah, one. I was gonna say, you wait long enough, you have the whole, they'll have your whole ecosystem. Exactly. exactly. I'm surprised. Should I say? That? Yeah, I, I'm gonna say it. Don't ever watch the show. Robin Robbins is uh, the technology marketing toolkit is now part of Kaseya. Is, is it officially? Well, I either just outed them or I lied. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I heard. Well, because there's definitely rumors about it. Yeah, I've heard uh, the rumors. And, but my understanding is she has denied that emphatically oh. um, about that rumor. So, you know. Wow. Okay. So. That's what I heard from my people. All right. So I'll get a cease I'm and desist letter because soon. Because when I, when I look at that and I talk to other people that look at that, they look at it sideways and say it's it's a scam and it's this and it's that. But then there's other people that I respect that have done it. What's a scam? And they're really happy with it. The toolkit? Uh, Robin. Robin. Uh, I mean, yeah. She, well, here's I don't the know thing. Where to, I don't know where to position myself. Here's what I'll say. Because I've tried it. Go ahead. It, there is a lot of quality in there. Yeah. What? Uh, he made <laughs> 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 Maybe somebody else muted his ass, right? <laughs> Do Be quiet. Be quiet. No. Here's the thing. I, here's, here's the thing. Just like any person that is out there in the public as much as she is, you're going to have people that, you know, talk bad about you. Uh, part of the reason is she, in my mind, she is selling a premium service. And, you know, listen, we've had some marketing crap in this community. Um, so there's some bullshit out there. Um, I don't think she is. I think she, that she is for a particular type of MSP that is looking to grow, looking to go big, which is not most of us. You know, let's just be honest. Um, and she also falls into that category of people like to complain about marketing. Because sometimes marketing doesn't work and people want to blame, you know, the company. Well, you know, you told me that you'd give me this. And, you know, the response is, look, marketing is on you as well. You know, so we we have to own some responsibility that we have to be able to discern what works best in our our market. Because not every city is the same. Not every town is the same. Uh, not every company is the same, so it's it's not necessarily, you know, throwing a dart at a dartboard sure. um, as much. So I th- I think that's just the way it is. And I mean, listen, she goes big, yep. So that's that's gonna that's gonna make her more of a target to some degree, just like all the others in our industry, you know. Uh, I'm not going to name any other names, but there's some that have been on, you know, my podcast, your podcast that 
you know, they fall into the same category where somebody's not happy with them and they're going to, you know, be vocal about it. Does that help you out, Rick? <laughs> yeah, perfect. No, I'll, I'll just say again, it, it's, it's a, it's a type of marketing you have to be prepared to do. And it is a lot of work, right? Maybe more work than some people are prepared for. I've met and talked to, and I don't think she pays them all. So I'm not going to say, but I've met and talked to a lot of people who've been very successful with her, her program. Right. So I think, again, it goes back to, like you said, it's, the market you're in, you know, where you're and it's also the marketer you are, right? Because again, none of this stuff is like, hey, here's a magic bullet, go out and you'll get clients. Sure. You have to there's a role you have to play in that. And it depends on what role you want to play is going to be how successful you are with anything you do, whether it's hers or some of the other ones either we we've had on our on either, you know, our respective podcasts. It's just what do you, you know, what what is your role in it? So I'll I'll leave it there. All right, that's a good place to leave it. So why don't we <laughs> why don't we do this, uh, guys? I want to thank you for coming on to the show. We are going to end off the official audio portion of this. Uh, if you want to stay afterwards and chat, we can do that. For those that are watching live, you'll see uh, scrolling across the screen. Stay with us. Uh, there will be more after the video here. But uh, I just want to once again. Uh, say thank you to everyone, uh, both listeners, guests, partners in the community. You guys have uh, made me feel like I'm doing the right thing by doing this, that it is not, you know, this burden of love that I've taken on. Uh, there is good benefit that I have seen from people participating, sharing, learning, and I've learned from everyone out there just as much as some of you have told me that you've learned from me. But the goal is, is that we all share and do this together. So thank you very much. We will be back in 2023. I'm taking the next week off. Don't call me. <laughs> Don't pop up at my house asking to hang out. Uh, we'll do all of that in 2023. Uh, Paco, Rick, we'll see you obviously at TechCon we'll be talking a lot more before then tom bull jason miller thank you guys anything you want to say to the listeners out there before i start the uh, video montage tom? other than everyone should be thanking you for all the uh experience the time you're investing in this every week i think that you know you give so much and i think a lot of the listeners have already told you this but i think on air just want to make sure that everyone at least from us can say that we thank you for what a second yeah, there's more. There's probably I know there's loads more people <clears throat> that wish they were here to thank you, Mark, and and to Jason and to to Rick and Paco and everybody else that that forms this community. It's uh, talking earlier about it being bigger. Maybe we're not as big as some of the others, some of the competitors, but I would argue that we're more intimate, if that's the right word. That you know, I mean, I have I have Jason and Marvin's cell phone number and. I can text what? them and call them and and uh, you got really form these. You much got my number, man. I don't think <laughs> so. Dude, I probably do have yours, but you don't you know anything. Want to know? Well, <laughs> Jason's the one with all the answers, so I call him all the time. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I think that uh, you you've built all of you have built this great community, and and we're helping each other out, and we're all in this together, and it's great. And I'm grateful for. It. I think the podcast has been awesome this year. 
more of a, a podcast screenshot the other day. So apparently the longest podcast of the year that I've listened to is one of Marv's shows. So uh, my little my pocket cast on my phone it tells me the longest episode and most episodes was uh, um, Marvin's show too. But uh, you know, Paco and Rick, you're all show a second. I'm sorry. But I listen to every episode, but for some reason, I guess Marv had more shows. I don't know. But uh, it's only that long because Rick just can't. Anyway, so yeah, we, 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 we. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I'm learning. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, I don't miss a show on either one of y'all shows, but uh, Marv, definitely appreciate you and everything you do for the community, always keeping the, the content fresh and everything kicking and looking forward to 2023. All right. Thank you guys very much. And like I said, uh, you guys are part of the reason that I keep doing this. You know, even when the wife asks, you know, are you getting anything out of it? Yeah, I am. Uh, and it has nothing to do with the money because we ain't making that much money. Although I do have to say thank you to the sponsors. Um, one, I need to thank um, Computers Done Right. Uh, they are the sponsor for the live stream. And that is a help for sure. And then, of course, Net Ally. Uh, supplying me with the network gear that I use, and that that makes me money in the business, uh, and I appreciate that. And of course, everybody that has become a patron or donated or done something uh, to help me out this past year. Again, the issues with mom uh, on a personal level, uh, my business has been steady, and if everything holds true, this will be my biggest year in terms of gross revenue and net revenue. And that is saying something for a company that um, we just fired our largest client less than four years ago. And it was a big scare, but uh, we're still here going strong. And a lot of that has to do with uh, those of you out in the community helping me just as much as I try to help you. And with that, I am going to end off the IT Business Podcast for 2022 with the annual holiday montage. We'll see you on the other side. And until then, holla. <laughs>